All right, everybody, and welcome to The Parlay. I'm your host, Damian Dean. It is Tuesday, June the 1st, and we have another Let's Parlay with. Super excited tonight. We have uh, our very own Tony Boldy, uh, who's going to be representing. Uh, once again, everybody, we do do this every Tuesday from 6 p.m. until 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, if you are not uh, attached to our newsletter, please do so at parlayallday.com. Dot com And I'll have for V to drop that into the chat uh, as well. Uh, we have our probably store open now. Uh, we have the podcast link to where you can hear some of our past uh, parlays as well, all on the site. So definitely check it out. Pass the word and stay connected with us. Uh, we're going to start this off here. I am sharing my screen for those that are uh, on the parlay live with us. Um, and we're going to start this off with a video. And can everybody, hopefully you guys can, can see my screen. And here we go. 42 here. We live in the era of the celebrity, where fame and fortune seem to be valued just as highly as skill and learning. This is a time when TV personalities can suddenly find themselves leading nations, where Hollywood A-listers are rolled out by advertisers to brainwash the masses into buying things they don't need, and where being famous has, perplexingly, become a job in and of itself. But of course, the idea of celebrity is nothing new. In ancient Rome, gladiators were worshipped by frenzied crowds, baying for blood. Medieval saints, the influences of their day, attracted followers by the millions. And royal scandal was discussed in alehouses and coffee shops around the world. In the history of our species, perhaps millions of celebrities have lived and All right, everybody, and uh, that was the video I want to start this off with. So one thing I want to make everyone aware of is that Hollywood does, doesn't make sense if it, if, um, so, so Hollywood doesn't make sense. It makes dollars. And we have our, our very own people's mayor of Hollywood, Tony Bodie. Welcome to the parlay, Tony. Thank you, man. It feels like a warm bath just coming home to a every Tuesday here. But this time I actually had to put pants on, a hat and a jacket. So that's the only difference. For those of you listening, I did have to dress up for this. So you guys, thank you so much. Let's give a big round of applause to Damian and V. Did you guys see all the promotional material that V's done this week? Fantastic. Fantastic. So a big round of applause for the team here at Parlay. You guys really did a good job promoting and those of you listening, make sure you check out the podcast that's now on their website, and you guys can hear a lot of past episodes. And we're just picking up steam. We're, we're figuring out the rhythm. We're getting to more people globally. We've got a cool a lot of people from around the world listening, and we're talking Spain, Mexico, Canada. This thing's blowing up. So I'm honored to be today's guest speaker, and our topic today is Hollywood as a business. Everybody knows it as show but they forget the part about business, show business. And so I really want to focus on if you have a chance to come to Hollywood and you get to play this game of Hollywood and book a movie, a TV show, theater, commercials, print, or if you're in the music industry, remember the business side of it. Because when you make your first check, don't spend your first check, invest your first check. And there's a lot of different rabbit holes we're going to go down. You guys heard the opening. It talked about how dark and medieval, and we know, um, Theater pretty much started from the Greeks and uh, 
and then it got really popularized in, in Russia, and we'll go into the history of theater. But let's just get this topic going with you guys, a lot of you in this industry as well. Let's talk about what irks you about Hollywood today. Anything that you guys don't like about today's Hollywood? So I'm throwing that out to anybody that wants to participate. Well, well I think I think to, to kind of start it off, you, you know, I think Hollywood, you know, being born and raised in, in California, um, Hollywood is 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 a melting pot. Um, you know, doing a lot of red carpet events, meeting a lot of people. Uh, I noticed that everybody wants to be in Hollywood. They all want to be in L.A., you know, because they feel that they can make it as a celebrity. They can make it as, a, as an artist. But is that really true? I, I mean, is really that true? You know, when you're in the business and you've been in the business for so long, is that really true? I don't see it being true. I, I see 99.9% .9 of individuals that are trying to make it in Hollywood don't make it. I have a lot of friends that are very successful, but there's a small percentage of that. So that kind of irks me a little bit because it seems like everybody feels that, oh, I can make it in Hollywood. They see it on these reality shows. And I just don't see that being true. Well, I'll add to that just so you know, it's the business side. That's what we're focusing on. People that shoot headshots make money selling headshots. So your headshot's never going to be good enough because there's someone that wants to take a new headshot. The agents and managers always want you to get bigger and better, but they don't want to rep you until you don't need them anymore. And then they want to be your agent. Uh, reels, there's real companies now that actually make and cut together your clips that think they can do it better. So they want to sell you a good price to get you to buy their product. Acting schools, they want to teach you what you probably don't need to be taught. Acting is an emotion and it's being able to convey your emotion honestly and hit your mark and find your light and know how to work with other people nicely. That's pretty simple. When you come to Hollywood, you should know the basics of Hollywood. If you don't, you're in the wrong business. If you're in a different business, you'd know everything about it before you invested in it. Too many people just come here because someone said they were good looking. They were the prom king or queen. They were the, the captain of their football team. They were the top of their marching band. They were the, you know, the valedictorian of their school. But guess what? So is everybody that comes here. So what makes you special? Tenacity. Tenacity is what makes you special in Hollywood. Somebody take it from here. I see Marie. Marie, raising your hand. Go ahead and take it away, Marie. Okay, I'm here. <laughs> All right. Well, I think um, coming from the business world, and I've been a business owner since, gosh, for so long, and I want to divulge my age. But uh, what I know is that being a celebrity has to be defined by you. It can be defined within your own community or within your own business industry. So it just depends on what you're aiming for. For the people that are here, if you wanted to be in the Hollywood uh, industry for the acting, the film, of course, that is where you want it to be. But at the same time, there are other areas where you can be involved. Like I was just on a uh, uh, call with somebody who was in the film industry and he was only focusing on documentary. And he's not involved in any of the cinematography, uh, cin cinematographer, directors and everything, but he was doing documentaries and he's not in that industry, but he's doing really, really well. So it depends on where you're at in your life. If you're in the business world, think of celebrity as within your own community, because I have done that uh, for myself. And I did it through a nonprofit organization where I was doing a fashion show and I became very famous 
just because I did a fashion show within my own community. I, bro I broke in, into the fashion industry, not being a fashion designer, not knowing anything about you know designing any gowns or anything, but I became famous in the fashion industry because of what I did within my own community. And that went viral. And I started getting invited to some other fashion shows that are in Hollywood, which is really interesting how that works. And that's how I connected to Damon too. <laughs> Damon is connected to all of those, uh, what you call, um, you know, the Oscar, what is that? The Oscar, uh, remember that party that you did? I cannot hear you, Damon. Yeah, the Oscars, everything. We did red carpet events for a lot of those events. Yeah, a lot of the yeah. after parties, yeah. And so Damon is surrounded with a lot of celebrities, but I came from, you know, uh, the fashion industry for, for doing uh, everything within my own community. And then I ended up connecting with you. And that's just how it opens the door for people that are doing their own thing within their own community. Yeah, well, and I always say- right there. I wanna to add to that. Networking is one of the most important things in Hollywood because it's not what you know, it's who you know. New York, it's more what you know, but LA, well, maybe even New York, but definitely LA, it's who you know. So Damian, you were saying? Yeah, I always say, you know, your network is your net worth. And I slow down when I say that. Some people run through it. Your network is your net worth, but your network is your net worth, which means that the people that you know can lead to the money that you make if you know the right people. And this you know, is a life commitment. This is not just like get in, get out. Like you have to commit blood, sweat, and tears, a lot of pain and anguish. You have to sacrifice. Sometimes it's your family relationships to not spend time with your family. I mean, this is a business. Remember, we all maybe come to it because we want a little ego stroking. We want people to love us and adore us. Maybe we didn't have it. Maybe we did. Maybe we're the class clown. But once you get past all of the reasons that got you here, it's like training for a marathon. It's a long distance run, not a sprint. Now, I want to I stir the pot because I really want this one to be spicy. And I've said it all week long. So we see what's happening with casting and movies that are being purchased. And there's been a huge BLM movement. There's been a huge Antifa movement. There's been a shift of power in America. There's been some stuff going on. And I'm finding that they're only buying Black-driven content. Now, the Black Americans are about 11%. I don't know if that's the accurate number, but from what I understand, about 11% of the American population. But right now, it's about 100% of what is being sought after cast. And so let's go down that rabbit hole. Do you believe it should be based on quality or based on... Um, diversity i believe that personally it should be a little bit of both because i don't know i mean like because i guess the one thing that, that kind of infuriates me today in hollywood is the fact that i i just feel like as if hollywood is just using diversity more I, I, yes as you said it is a business however i, I do think that, that, that they should have at least a little bit of morals as far as diversity because you know because right now they just fired henry cavill and just replaced him with a black room man, which once again, like, which once again, it's like, like, I, I don't care if the superhero is black, but however, it's like, it, it, however, it's like, if, if you want to have a black superhero, make something original, you know, because in Snyder's cuts, you know, it's like, um, who was the, um, there was a black superhero, um, I forgot his name, uh, but yeah, but like, but, but, you know, but there was a black superhero there who was a very interesting character. I love that character a lot. And he was original. Like, it, 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 it wasn't just like, it wasn't just like a, it wasn't just like oh like like the black version of Captain America or a black Superman like like, like these were actual original characters. So you know so 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 as far as diversity, I, I really wish that I, I really wish that people would treat diversity. If you're gonna have black characters, 
make them actual people, you know, like, like, like don't make their characters just around their race or their skin color, like, like, like give them complexity, you know, give them a reason as to why we like these characters. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah Sterling, thank, thanks so much for making it. Sterling's going to be one of my acting students, so I'm just meeting him here on the parlay. So, um, Sterling, what do you think? Because I heard Sharon Stone say when they asked her, what's it like to be an aging actor, actress in Hollywood? And she said, it's fine as long as I don't try to play 21 anymore. What do you think about now the writers are starting to write better roles for women? I think I hear you saying we need more writers. And that would solve our diversity issue. That's actually people are losing jobs right now because of it. And anybody, please chime in. Please jump in when you feel like you want to say something. Yeah, feel free, uh, everybody. Um, I'm actually seeing who's raising their hand on the parlay. So um, you can actually go to the uh, reactions button, raise your hand. I'll see it digi digitally. And All right, I'll be able Daniel, to we're going to we're going to take a right turn. We're going to go down this rabbit hole. So those of you that have been watching the news, you hear a lot of cancel culture. You hear a lot of pedophilia, sexual um, mishaps, and things that are pe making people hate Hollywood as an industry. Do you agree or disagree with what's happening to Hollywood's reputation? Spotlight, spotlight. Don't be shy. This is the time I, to speak I, I up, see, baby. I see, I see we have James on here. James, what's up? What's up, James? I know you have something you want to say. Go go ahead, man, on that I, one. I don't because um, y'all are doing a great job. You know, I love parlay all day. So <laughs> doing a great job. I'm not good looking enough to have a problem with, you know, people interested in me in that, in that, uh, uh, in that method. So, you know, I just, I make my music. I do what I do. The Hollywood industry, I understand what, what y'all are saying. Uh, and I absolutely uh, go ahead with what y'all are thinking and just absolutely admonish any of that sort of sexual predator. Uh, what's, what, what was Tony saying? Yeah, there's a lot of press, a lot of spotlights, and there's a lot of cockroaches running around trying to find hiding places. Well, the Corey so, Feldman, the Corey, was it Corey Feldman? One of many, so, one of many. I mean, uh, uh, that's not cool, man. That's not cool. So do you uh, agree with the percentage? Boys? I mean, we're talking about, when we're talking about pedophiles, it's, it's both girls and boys, you know? There's like these Hollywood producers that say, yeah, you know, I, I can I can get you into this, just do this for me. And it's, that's that's not cool. I never experienced that. But also, Damian, you remember when I came out to LA, what were we, like 21 or something? Yeah. Young, but not like kids. Yeah, yeah. So, definitely a major a major problem because of the power that people have saying if you do this i'll do this and that's definitely a problem the casting couch we're also familiar yeah. with um shining so a spotlight it, i i personally agree it's a great thing they're doing but the problem that's happening is those that aren't doing this bad behavior are being penalized so it's it's definitely affecting our distribution numbers as a business yeah. Um, there's people that just do not want to watch Hollywood projects. They'd rather That's watch true. independent, yep. maybe not as high, high a quality project, just to be able to say we hate Hollywood in New York for that matter. Yeah, that's true. That's I see I, I see Daniel, Daniel uh Amini raising his hand. Go 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 ahead, Dan. Oh, uh I was just, you know, you had originally asked Tony that is there anything that irks you about Hollywood? And I'm not even in the game. I'm not, but I can see how politically driven it is. And because of that, I almost, you know, movies and TV shows used to be one of the least things I was picky with. And I'm picky about everything. And now I almost, now, 
Yeah. But doesn't that start well, at eight? Want to mute? Want to make sure everybody's uh, phone is on mute, uh, mute as well. Then I got you. Go ahead. Thanks, Josh. Now all I'm saying is I almost don't want to watch anything. <laughs> you know, I go I go to Hulu and watch you know um, Nick at Night from back when I was a kid, or you know go through those old shows that make you know, put me at a happy place because now everything's just so like they're they're pushing agendas in shows and movies and nothing's neutral you know so that that was my frustration but that's, and that's a great point if you drive down sunset boulevard if you guys have the uh special privileges i get every day to drive down sunset boulevard it's nothing but gothic blood guts sex vampires devil that's that's the billboards that i see every day and i'm all about family films going to the light uh faith-based projects documentaries that shine a light on the problem that's my brand and I, i'm ready for the pendulum to swing back and start having the counterculture, which I know That's was going And I hear you, Tony, but I'll disagree with you on some status because there's different markets and different niche markets. Obviously, some people want the vampires. Some people want the blood and gore, the action. Some people want the face-based movies. There's different markets for all of these, and we can all peacefully coexist. But, I mean, what you're really pointing at is the morals of the industry and the morals of Hollywood. And I think those morals have gone awry. I think they've been awry for a number of years. And the fact is, we're just starting to realize it and point it out more and say, hey, this is not okay. But have you seen the billboards? There's no representation of the counter side. It's, it's one-sided visually. There isn't. But also, uh, you know, we don't really need to worry about... I, I disagree with what you're saying, that people are turned off on Hollywood. I think Hollywood still churns out a majority of the big movies and uh, and productions. And I think that's a very, very much, uh, you know, Hollywood-based thing. But I, I don't think that, and, and I also agree with Daniel saying that there's agendas being put. You'll see like little agendas and little messages and, and prompts in various uh, movies and TV shows. And it's like, wait a second, what am I watching here where they're promoting this type of agenda? I don't want to watch this kind of crap. I, I just want to watch like a film to get away from this kind of crap. Right. You know? well, I love yeah, that we, yeah. we're getting into the heated side that I really wanted to get into. You guys speak your mind and your honesty because my feelings aren't in this. It's, it's my experience. Um, if you've seen the numbers for the Academy Awards and the award shows, they're way down. If you see what they're buying and actually shows are going to come out in six months or a year that you don't know about, they're not buying Hollywood. They're, nobody's watching it. Look at the numbers and the stats yeah. And you yep. can see the, the curve that's coming to middle America, which is our judge of sure. what we consume as a consumer. They're not a lot's going it, to, so A lot's going to Canada, bro. That's my point. Hollywood is being shoved aside as a brand. Content yeah. Yeah, is, I, is being eaten by what you guys watch. That's your major label. What you guys watch. Hollywood is your major label. Right. Hollywood is your mainstream. And now we've got options. We've got Netflix. We've and got I, and I, Columbia. Yeah. And, and one thing I want to bring up is that, yeah, I was just going to mention about options. And Marie, I see you. You're next as well. Um, but for example, you know, my wife and I, I mean, I watch Lifetime Movie Network. <laughs> and I got to say, the, the movies that are on Lifetime Movie Network are, some of them are very depressing. But they, they keep me on the edge of my seat. I'm literally, and you know, a lot of my friends laugh at me, like you watch Lifetime, Damian, like for real? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I watch Lifetime, 11 o'clock, 1130 at night. I love it. I love it. Marie, I see you raising your hand. Go ahead, Marie. I think uh, going back to Tony's uh, question in regards to the reputation of the Hollywood uh, industry, I think in every industry, there's always going to be something like that, that uh, part of what we have to do is always make sure that we point out the, the wrongdoings because uh, the whole industry is not a bad thing. There's a lot of creativity in there, a lot of artists, a lot of talents that are really you know, making it uh, good for everybody. But at the same time, there are bad people that needs to be pointed out and make sure that we are doing the right thing, especially for the young people that are going into the industry. That's why when I did my fashion show, I knew that there were some photographers that were taking advantage of the models, the young models because I heard this from the fashion designers themselves. They were telling me that there were photographers that they were trying to promise them to do photo shoot and then molest them. And so there are some people in each industry that are really bad people. And as, as part of the industry, you need to watch uh, and, and protect the young people, make sure that we have some good protocols, good regulations that protect those people, the young people no matter what it is, no matter what kind of industry we're in, you need to make sure that it's, it doesn't mean that it's going to ruin the reputation of the entire industry. It will never get that, to that point, but we have responsibility and commitment that we need to protect our young people no matter where we're at. I agree, I, I agree. Sterling, I see you, man, I see you. Thank you, Marie, for that. Sterling, go ahead. Uh, um, I was gonna, I, I, um, I'm very much, um, I study philosophy in my free time. And one quote of knowledge I learned today is that don't trust everyone who is nice to you. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, I you know, and, and I say that is because of the fact that some people, and I know this is in Hollywood as well, is, is the fact that a lot of people are just going to, you know, kiss ass and, and pretty much, and pretty much just like, 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 like they're going to pretend as if they care about you, they're, they're going to pretend as if, they want to be friends with you, um, but then, but then as soon as they get what they want, as soon as they know that they're a step above you, you know they're just gonna push you down the stairs, and 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 then and and, and then and then they're gonna do the exact same thing to the other person like, right. who's more successful than them, you know. So right. so you know so you know so it's back to like the back to kind of what Maria was saying as far as like as far as like photographers taking advantage of young models. Um, in a way, it kind of relates to that quote of like not trusting everyone who is nice to you. You know, because 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 some people, you know, like if you think about like a cars car salesman, like like, like like their job is to sell cars to you. Like like, like that is their main goal, and and and, and so and so they'll do anything and, and, and in order for you to buy their cars. You know, even if that means being nice. So right, right, that's true. And one thing I want to say is that you know. I've heard from from my parents and my mom all the time is that if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Right. And, and you know, I've, I've gone with that. Yeah. And we Go ahead, often say keep your uh, friends close, but keep your enemies closer. You're right. You're right. You're right. So, you know, you just got to be careful. I mean, anybody who's, I mean, listening to this parlay uh, and, and you're in the Hollywood industry and you're, and you're wanting to, to make it and be that, that next, um, you know, big time celebrity or music artist or, I mean, James, you already know, man, you were in the industry, man, music wise. Uh, it's not an easy business. Um, so just keep that in mind. Go ahead, Tony. So, yeah, I wanted to add one more thing just to keep stirring this pot. What do you guys think of social influencers taking the jobs of, 
of really good actors because the really good actors didn't have the same numbers as the social influence or the reality stars. Ooh. How do you guys feel about quality of acting going down? Let's go with that. Let's go with that. Marie, I see you raising your hand. You, you want to you wanna respond on that? Go ahead. She's Hold coming. on. <laughs> I think my camera is... Uh... Anyway, um, in regards to the uh, influencer, I mean, you know, things are changing. People are doing online, you know, meetings. And they're doing a lot of the live streaming versus going to the movie theaters. And so even the leaders are changing. So if the influencers are becoming the leaders now, I mean, it's just the way it is. I mean, you just have to embrace that. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if they can bring, you know, 20 or uh, like I was just talking to a chef who was who had like 20,000 followers and he's just a, a, a chef from a university and He's got 20,000. I mean, that's a huge deal for someone in that position. So, you know, in any type of uh, business, if you have followers, if, if, if let's say the network knows that you are being followed by millions of people, they're going to sponsor you. They're going to give you something to, you know, uh, they're going to make sure that, you know, you're compensated because they know you have a lot of people that are following you. And right. this is and then that's watering down the art, right? Just because somebody brings numbers doesn't mean they bring quality. And well, so I'm opposed to just because you have numbers, you guys are going to sacrifice quality. And it's right. because it what means, we're consuming. But it means eyeballs. It means so eyeballs, so which what? means dollars. Why would you sacrifice a good painting because somebody had more paints to throw at it? Like, it doesn't make any sense. This is art. Right. It's but it's because of exposure. It's but money. It's all but, about money. And I yeah, don't know the is money. <laughs> but here's what he, most most of the influencers are very talented and they have a lot. Oh, you can't say most. That that's too strong. Not most. Well, there's I've a lot of really, really bad things. And when they do bad things, they get numbers. Just because you fall off a building and break a table doesn't mean you know how to act. Just because you're willing to take on the best boxer that of all times that's made the most money in the uh, world because you're a social influencer doesn't mean you're not going to get your butt handed to you. But we're going to watch but, it. But we're let me go ahead. Let, let me go ahead and drop something to parlay real quick. And this is this is huge. But just because you have a lot of followers on social media does not mean that those are true followers. Because now you can simply go to Google and type in how much does it cost to get. 50,000 followers on Instagram, oh, it's $50. And you could pay that. And to be honest with you, those aren't really real followers. So how do you even right. know who's real and who's not? Well, it's quality. It's engagement. It's quality yeah, exactly. over quantity. It's yeah, your and, engagement. And, and, yeah, and then that's also what I want to say. It's like, it's like, it's like I see a lot of, because I'm a Gen Z, so I grew up with YouTube a lot. And, and, and constantly I, I saw people... Like, like constantly like, like bragging about how many subscribers they have. The thing is, like subscribers don't mean shit. It like, because think about it. Because the reason why I say that is because, like, like, like if you cannot get ten percent, at least ten percent of your followers or your subscribers to watch your videos, then then your channel is pretty much dead. You know, like friends, like if you have one million subscribers, if you cannot get at least hundred thousand people to watch your videos then then like then the channel is there. it doesn't matter how many subscribers you have so yeah and, 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 and it's kind of the point that i wanted to bring with damien saying like it doesn't matter 
how many followers you have because those aren't your true followers. True, like that, like that. Daniel, I see you raising your hand. Daniel, Amini. Uh, Tony, I was just going to say, what about the argument that you only get a followership if you are quality or you produce quality? Because right. it's everybody's trying to get famous, right? So if if you get to that status, doesn't that mean you have to have something about you? Well, no, not necessarily. There's organic and then there's created. There's the boy band, Lou Pearlman. We know his story. And then there's the organic um, Grateful Dead and their journey. Mm -hmm. Which one made more money? One of them made them quick, made it quicker, but then they dissolved quicker and Grateful Dead's still around. I'll so take your word for it. <laughs> it really comes down to, I think, organic numbers and not the quick give it to me now. Because I grew up where you had to get off your butt to change the channel. Yeah, yeah, true. My right. mom came from it. They had one channel, right? So that's yeah. what you watch. So you were force fed what you got if you turned on the television or listened to the radio during soaps back then. Today, if you don't like something, click, 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 click. You don't like your family. Click, 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 click. Yeah. You don't like your job. Click, click. You don't like your religion. Click, click, click. Right. And, and, and you know, that's that's really big, Tony, that you pointed that out. And you've mentioned that to me like for, for years now. Organic. That is huge. When we started Parlay, it was all organic. I mean, James, and I got to give it up to my brother, James. He was the one my that brother. created the Parlay jingle. So what you oh, hear, right, right, right. he did it all. So big <laughs> shout out to James. That's oh, going yeah, everywhere. I, I played a little bass guitar for two minutes. Thank you, though. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. So yeah, this that's going to get dropped. But the thing is, everything was organic. <laughs> you know, I started the parlay with literally four individuals. And it was like, okay, I got the fellas on here. We're doing the pandemic. I want to get people together. Let's make it happen. Right, because we couldn't get together in a physical sense. Right. So we had to make this virtual parlay because we had no other option because we couldn't hang out according exactly. to law according to the united states or the state governor's law we had to make this exactly and, 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 no choice right and james is in new jersey yeah. you, I am. you know i mean you know everybody is everywhere you know california yeah. to arizona to to um we actually have one of my contacts on here right now and he's from atlanta so i mean everywhere so go ahead tony so let's let's keep cooking this steak. Let's get that sizzle real hot. What do you guys think about Hollywood awarding themselves, patting themselves on the back, saying how great we are? What do you think about that? Oh, man. That's Parlay, the nature Parlay. of people that are into themselves, right? Well, I mean, it's look at me. It's look at me, look I mean, at me, look at me. You are great. Right. Look at your hat. <laughs> you actually are great. You have that hat. So you are great. Yep. Yep. Had to do it for you guys I love so, it. you guys are my parlay family so i know that no feeling is going to be hurt so let's let's go no, for i it. love it marie there's, I usually see you a, there's usually a political correctness the middle then there's a right and a left it's all the same bird but let's talk about who's left who's right not politically but be honest what do you gotcha. think about hollywood awarding themselves I, do you think it's a, a bunch of crap or do you like watching celebrities that you probably could never meet in your life accept an award Hey, Marie, I see you raising your hand. Go ahead, Marie. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm not in the Hollywood industry, so I, I don't really know the story behind that. Uh, but if, if I were to look at someone who is a celebrity and he likes to get an award and, and give himself an award, that is not a good representation of his own talent. Because, you know, somebody has to really provide some sort of, a, you know, um, 
uh, um, confirmation that this person is deserves an award. So for him to award himself doesn't make sense because I do that also with my uh, business leaders here in my community. I mean, I give an award to people that do deserve it. And I've seen people that give themselves an award just to have that recognition. It's more for branding. So they're needing more business to do that way. So they're not very successful when they award themselves. That's the way I look at it. I like that. Rob Alexander, I see you, my brother. Go ahead and take it away. Hey, hey um, yeah, Hollywood. I mean, it's the land of fantasy and imagination, right? I, I actually do short films along with all kinds of stuff and direct and produce. I'm a business. I'm an investor. But I'll tell you like this. The people that invest in Hollywood, the business of it, it's just that. It, it, it doesn't care about nothing but making a dollar. So if we're talking about Hollywood from a business standpoint, yes, those, those, those executive producers, they're going to go with what's trending where the money bag is, right? That it, it's no different than a, you know, uh, somebody in a real estate investor. You may have an investor and be like, hey, uh, this house looks good. He's like, I don't give a shit. How much is it going to make me? And how soon can I sell it? And how much fast can I get my money back? Hollywood is a business. Now, if we're talking about ethics within Hollywood, there is none because it's a business. <laughs> and, and ultimately, and ultimately, it's a business. And as long as we see it as that, you don't get your panties in a bunch about it. Now, when you're looking for good filmmaking that isn't so much business driven, like a documentary or a Lifetime, yeah, they want the numbers, but the story and the morals are there. But if you look at the 50s and the 60s of our Hollywood, the TVs, those producing those, those production and those studios, they had more ethics. They were like, we're not just going to make this dollar for this dirty, this dirty dollar you know, and, and it's going to attain a generation of kids and people. Now it's like, whatever. Now, I want to also say, like, uh, generation is a young, Hollywood is a young man's game now. I, I love Tom Cruise, but I'm not going to see him anymore. He, they had their run. Brad Pitt had their run. Denzel had their run. Now it's the new generation that we want to see. I want to see the new actors in their 20s and 30s. So commending old talent before Hollywood numbers, that don't appeal anymore. You know, it's like, I want to see new. So I watch all these new shoes shows on Hulu, Apple TV. And I'm looking like, dang, look at these. Who are these young actors that are funny and different and unique? So to each his own. But you got to make way for the new generation and the new storytelling. But as far as gore and, 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 and the dark element, like the man said, it's a niche for all that stuff. You got to choose your niche. But never forget, this is a business. Just like the music industry, it's about money. It's not about who loves you. It's about how much money we can make. You know, as a director, you're all passionate. But the executive producer of the film, as you know, Tony, all he wants is his bottom line. Hey, what he's going to make, you know, the writers, they love with the story, but who cares to, to the, to the, to the production, if it's not going to make the money, you know, that's just my, I, I love, I, I yeah, love it. This, 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 this is what I love about the parlay every Tuesday. That's why you yeah. guys don't want to miss it. You know, if, if this is your yeah. first time on it, tune in. I mean, it's, it's, it's always hot. It's always hot. Sir, you just, speak your mind from your heart from truth. He just put me on driving mode and I'm not even driving. <laughs> Again, <laughs> we are not PC here at Parlay. We I tell mean, what no. we feel and we Definitely. share with the youth on what we learned hitting our head. So Definitely. you don't have to hit your head as hard as we hit it. 
Definitely. Uh, right, Sterling, I, I, I see you raising your hand, Sterling. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, I agree with Rob as far as like the new generation comment, because the thing is, is that like uh, one important thing um, that I keep in my own personal philosophy is that nothing lasts forever. Nothing does. You know, like, 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 like no empire lasts forever. Like, you know, like, you know, like, 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 you know, like, like, like your relevancy won't last forever. Your life won't last forever. You know, so but we're coming to Hollywood as far as not lasting forever. That's kind of what he said. You know, it's like, you know, because like, you know, because like, guys like Stallone and Cruz and Tom Cruise and such, they all had their golden age. You know, but eventually, as time, but eventually, like as more time passes, you know, um, you know, like, younger people aren't aren't really going to care about watching them anymore. You know, like like like, like, like a lot of people want to see them new faces you know, like the, the, they want to see new generations pop up and have their golden age you know so you know, I, so, I mean, as far as yes so as far as hollywood it's very important i think that like you know like you know that like you know that like if you're starting to make a lot of money as i say you know it's like don't be dumb about it because because once again it's like because once again it's like come on again you know it's like you know like you know like because like because like there's always going to be the new it person after you who, who, who's, who's going right. to start making more money than you, you know, because right. eventually there's going to be a point where there's eventually going to be a point where, you know, there's eventually going to be a point where, where, where you will not be making as much money as you used to. So it's very important right. for you to save that and invest it and don't spend it on stupid shit that you don't really need. Right. You know, you know, and that's, and I really appreciate you still in there. You know, it's always interesting to see, um, there's a big fight coming up on, on Saturday. You know, my wife told me about it. Uh, it's Mayweather versus the, the other individual. That's that, uh, that big social media <laughs> star, YouTube right? Star. Exactly. Right. So <laughs> I look at die. how, yeah, I look at how boxing has changed over the years, you know, from when I was like 10 years old, you know, watching Mike Tyson and, you know, Buster Douglas, you know, to now where it's at, you know, you had, um, what's his name? The, the basketball star helped, helped me out. Uh, Robertson or what, what's his name who fought against the other guy and got knocked out. You know what I'm talking about? Nate Robinson. Yeah. Nate Robinson. <laughs> hilarious. Hilarious. You, you know, and it's just like, you're, you're seeing all of this happen in this age that we're in and what's, what's going on here? What's going on? I, I mean, it's all about social media. It's all That's about game. money. It's yeah. Hollywood doesn't make sense. Remember, yeah. it makes yeah, true. dollars. True. That's awesome. it. That's awesome. it. You know, and that's what's happening. That's what's happening. Yeah. You know. So let me ask the parlay a question. What is the one thing that you can take with you when you die? One thing you can take with you when you die. The fact that I was, um, cause you know, cause, um, I've been acting ever since I was eight and eventually like, and, and it was always my dream to become, cause I always had this imagination of me being a Hollywood actor, but the older I got, like the more I became wise and, um, and eventually, you know, it's like after scamming, cause, cause I was constantly, I was constantly like going to talent agencies and I only found that there were a bunch of scams who just wanted more money out of me. And eventually I just told myself, you know what, you know, it's like, you know what, like, I don't want to necessarily be a successful actor. I just want to act. You know, like I could spend my entire life acting, never making any money, never becoming famous, never winning an Oscar, and I would still die happy knowing that I at least did what I loved doing rather than if I just gave acting completely and just worked a job that I absolutely hated. So let me ask you a question, Sterling. What is one thing that you can take with you when you die? Um... 
take with me when I die. Um, hopefully a legacy. Right. What you leave. Mm -hmm. Are you going to leave blood, guts, horror, sex, money, fame, power? Or are you going to leave something that matters to the next generation? Right. We got this planet loaned to us. We need to give it back to the youth and their youth and their youth. Yeah. And we better start doing it. And we yeah. better step up and do something before it's too late. That's true. I'm not just talking about global warming. I'm talking about our children's children and ethics and family values and what we preach to our kids. Because I'm not scared to tell my kid that's under 18 that he's going to get a whooping. But guess what? Most parents are because they'll go to jail. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. We need to step up and spank our kids, metaphorically yeah. speaking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, the, the whole thing is, is that that, that is so huge, um, Sterling. And that is exactly what I always say. You know, I, I tell that to my wife. I tell that to my family. I tell it to all my friends. Leaving a legacy is really what it's all about because life is short. You know, I've had many friends that, you know, have have not made it to see 25 years old, you know, and I'm 44 right now, you know, so it's to wow. the point to where, you know, it's just, they get into an accident, they hit a tree, um, they get hit by a drunk driver and they're not here anymore. So, you know, leaving that legacy is big. And if, you know, anybody who's listening to this parlay, that needs to spread across the entire nation, leaving a legacy. James, I see you, man. Go ahead. My legacy is that, uh, I wrote the theme song to this podcast. <laughs> That's the legacy right there, man. Hey, hey man, off the chain. Our job is <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I, and yeah, I like that a lot because, like, the thing about legacy is that, like, <laughs> like, the thing about legacy, in my opinion, is the fact that, like, you don't have to be like, like, like the next Alexander the Great, or like, or like, or the next. Or the next like Julius Caesar, you know, like like but 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 no, but like it's very important like for you, my friends, like my like my great uncle, rest in peace, you know, it's like he wrote a book about his experience in World War II, you know, and 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 and, and, and he only published those books out for us family members, you know, like, like he didn't like, he didn't want a legacy, like he didn't care about becoming like he didn't he didn't care about the rest of the war remembering who he was, but he made sure to leave the legacy so that you know so that you know so, no, so that you know so so that so that, like his family members and future and future generations can read about him and, and read about his legacy like, like, like that to me is what like that to me is, is what leaving a legacy is about it, it, it's not it's not it's it's not about it's not about necessarily like it's not necessarily about like, conquering the world or or how many people you've killed it's how like um it's how you were able to it's how you were able to impact future generations after you after you definitely death. definitely yeah and i appreciate you i see rob i see you raising your hand go go ahead rob hey what that young man just said was powerful bro like you talk about your uncle and how you did that and how you just said it's not about conquering the world but just doing what matters in your own village i really think that that's heavy because <clears throat> that sets the parent okay son i'll talk to you all right sorry about that um I really love that. I just wanted to chime in and just say that that's huge. And then another thing, like, like, like we're talking about, like Hollywood as a whole, like there are some good things about what Hollywood does in terms of storytelling and telling narratives. And like, think about it. What, what, what do we love seeing? We love watching TV, going to movies and all that stuff. So it's some virtue there in Hollywood, but you know, it's in the wrong hands most times. 
because a lot of things that is being spread isn't for the good of the community because it doesn't sell as much. Sex, rock and roll and, and, and gangster rap sales. And so the businesses get behind it. And it's always been like that. And it's always the same with music. But until, but I think we're seeing a shift where people are realizing, like, we, we've been duped to consider money as a, a great element of, uh, of attainment. It's more of about your, who you are, your legacy, what you do, what you bring to the table, how humble you are. It's like all the things that we, 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 we put under the rug because he had more money or he had an amazing car. Now we look at that stuff as like it's materialistic stuff. So it starts in the home, though. If you let your kids go out and think that money is makes a man great, then that's what the kids go out and look to. You know, if you right. teach a kid, a parent, a kid, substance, hard work, smart work, you know, it just, it just works different. But I don't want to just completely disregard Hollywood because they've made some movies that I've watched as a kid from shows that that impact my life to this day. You know, some great storytelling yeah, that affect and they goes in Hollywood, but yeah. it's in the wrong hands. And some directors, you know, some producers, you know, no, definitely. Like- yeah, and I appreciate you, Rob. Steve Matley, welcome to the parlay. Hopefully, you're doing well. Uh, okay, what yeah, would you like to say? Doing, how you doing? Been a long time. I haven't seen you for a while. It's, it's been a long time. I know. I hey, making it happen. Welcome to the parlay. Go ahead and take it away. Well, I'm just listening in. That's an interesting conversation. Um, a lot of stuff's been said legit. I, I look at um, Hollywood's called the industry because it is an industry. That's exactly what it is, and it's control an industry controlled by really five major huge corporations, and they make the rules and do what they want to do. And I see social media as something that helps even the playing field a little bit. Um, I, I remember years and years ago, le- watching uh, Kenny Rogers be interviewed on the old Johnny Carson show. And he said, he said, I'm not the most talented singer ever at all. He said, there are tens of thousands of more talented musicians and singers than me. I got the break. I got lucky. There's a whole bunch of people that had to give up. They couldn't do it. They didn't have the resources, the money, the connections, whatever it was, but they're more talented and they'll go to the grave with the music still in them. Yeah. So because they're, it's dependent upon somebody in an office building somewhere making a decision that they're good enough to sign and put on the road and do things. So social media actually provides a little bit of a voice to even that out. Although I do agree with what uh, Tony had said, there's a lot of um, subpar talent that just happens to be a lot noisier but that goes back to the industry thing. It's about the, how much can you get exposure for advertisers who will pay money for that time and you ride the piggyback on that. It's all about that. I it always that. has been. It's not just Hollywood. Every industry, every business is like that. Um, it's just the way it is. Um, all businesses are like that. And yeah. I see that. Uh, I, I work at academia too. And honestly, the, the best and the brightest, they're not the ones that, that run the show, that, frankly. They're they not, do other things, uh, and, you know, it's just what it is. I, so I that's just that. the way the world works. It, it, the that cream story. doesn't always rise to the top. You know, what's funny is I always joke about, because um, I was married to an Ivy League girl, and I realized watching the way that she studied and going to her class reunions that Ivy Leagues are taught to, to lead. Undergrads at other universities are taught to follow, and high school dropouts create the company that pays those people. And so yeah, it's, it's, I, it's the old um, A students work for B students and C students on the company. Yeah. But, but college teaches you to answer questions yeah. 
the entrepreneur starts the business learns which questions to ask. I love it. And that's a whole different thing. And, and you know, it. so the, so you have these leaders out there in all these industries saying, think outside the box. And the, the tr person that truly builds something out of nothing, educated or not, says there's a box. Didn't know that. Yeah. That, that's a different, it's a different perspective. This is I a good that. segue. So Harold, I'm going to call on you really quick. So Harold, are you willing to share with me? Harold's a very successful business person who's been helping us come up with questions on a, on a business that we're going to get into. And, and he and his investors are discussing this. And he's asking great questions that you would ask in any industry, not just the film industry, which we know is one of the riskiest businesses there is. But his common sense approach to Hollywood, I'm very fascinated by. So Harold, I'd like to introduce you and your wife and thank you so much for being on the parlay. Uh, have, has it um, inspired any thought, conversation, anything you'd like to add to it? You guys are good. Um, Maria, anything? Anybody else want to add before we wind this puppy down? Gracias porque está muy interesante. Thank you. Thank you for inviting. It's so, 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 mucho, mucho interesante. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Harold? The, uh, all this philosophical conversation has been fascinating. And I'm older than all of you, right? So uh, probably some of you combined. And <laughs> so the, this one thing I remember that, and I don't remember who, uh, whose quote this was, but as you think about what's the last thing you want to do and uh, you know, how do you want to be remembered, et cetera, et cetera. One thing that I was reminded by was there was a quote somewhere. It was, most people live their lives in quiet desperation which I interpret to mean that they never did what they wanted to do. And uh, I love what I do. And I love helping Maria do what she does. And we're kind of dabbling now with Tony and Keith and these other things. But we got this monstrous sailboat now, right? Now, the reason we have this monstrous sailboat is because most people live their lives in quiet desperation. We decided not to. Maria said to me, what are you waiting for? Why not now, right? Anyway, so uh, no, this is fascinating. Thanks for inviting us. You're welcome. Thank you, Harold, for being a part of the parlay as well. Thank you, thank you. All right, All right so so we're getting right down to the, to the last minute here. Uh, Tony, go ahead. Look at Marcy. Marcy, what you got to say? Hi there, guys. Thanks, everybody. Hey, Marcy. For everything that has been said really appreciate that um i like what rob was trying to bring out about we need to give hollywood credit because hollywood has been the most influential in the film business you know it's kind of looking at our parents and grandparents and thinking you know they could have been nicer to us they could have set us up better uh, but we have to be, I feel grateful for what they did to bring us to this point. And it's now up to the new generation to just run with the ball. I'd like to, I, I do background work. A girlfriend of mine is a journalist for the LA Times and she featured me in the LA Times article about- oh, Congratulations. Background artists and how to, how to make money, how to make extra cash as an extra. Uh, wow, this was April 11th, LA Sunday Times. Thank you. And uh, so uh, I've been doing background work for many, many years. Uh, it's, it's to me, it's the the oil like in Texas, Texas, the, the oil is the money. 
it, to me, Hollywood is anybody can make some money in Hollywood. Nobody needs to say they can't find a job because it doesn't take much to be a background artist. You actually, you don't have to speak. You don't even have to be good looking. You don't have to be young. You just show up and take directions. And so that's kind of what we plugged. And my last movie was The Prom with Merle Streep. That was my the highlight. I don't particularly Amazing. want to be an actress. One of the reasons I don't, because I don't want to say a lot of the things that I hear coming out of their mouths. I mean, if I could say what I wanted to say, I'd be happy, but I don't like to be told what to say. You can so, on the parlay, that's what this is all about. <laughs> that's what this is all about. Yeah, you all can right, go ahead gonna, and say it right now. Yeah, we're gonna land this puppy, but anyway. I gotta say to James, James, it was fun sparring with you, my friend. I hope to do it again on many more parlays. And Rob, thank you for your heartfelt words. And Maria okay. and Sterling and Daniel and, and Donnie. And I mean, everybody, Steve and Josh. And, I mean, come on, Vaughn. I I mean, they're here, Marie, Donna, like yeah. this is spam. Thank you guys. Everybody, you know, you know, I just, I just want to say, yeah, I just want to say, you know, everybody, it's been an amazing ride with the parlay. You know, it's been over a year now. We've, we've had a lot of parlays. We do these every Tuesday, different topics. Um, now we have, you know, let's parlay with guests that are coming on board. We're booked for the next couple of months already. Um, just a lot of, passing the word so everybody who's on this like i said please make sure to follow us at parlayallday.com subscribe to our mailing list we have the parlay store up right now just click on shop everybody is buying merchandise we have t-shirts we have hats we have face masks representing the parlay brand um we're about to start doing sponsorships and partnerships for businesses to where they can come on and start you know connecting with us as well a lot going on um the new website is up super excited about that uh you know the the parlay jingle james holding it down appreciate you on that too as well so we're just trying to to spread the word about parlay and it's all about individuals spreading it by themselves to others. So if you could pass the word to five people, Hey, I had a great time at the parlay tonight. You guys should check this out. Parlay all day, just send them a text. And that spreads the word. You know, we have people that come on every week or twice a month or three times a month or four times a month. It's just a beautiful thing. So once again, we really appreciate you. Tony, you took it away, man. You took it away tonight. My honor, my and, honor. And, and everybody on the parlay, all of your responses. And, and the beautiful thing about this is each parlay is recorded. So even though you're in the parlay right now, this goes on our podcast and individuals can listen all across the nation 24-7. So that's the beautiful thing about it. Somebody's going to hear the words that we spoke about and take it to a whole nother level. And that's why we do the parlay. So once again, we love you guys as always. Tony, you want to say any last words? Message in a bottle. Message in a bottle. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and end the parlay here with uh, the, the parlay theme music. Once again, shout out to James holding it down. There it goes. And everybody, <laughs> have a great one and stay safe. And we will see you next Tuesday at the Parlay. Have a great one. Stay safe, everybody. Later. <laughs>